Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston, as I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for this shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Podcast in the Middle. I'm Angela, and I'm Anthony. And uh, and uh, there's a new girl in school. <laughs> there's a new girl in school. She's the Crowboying Girl. <laughs> Crowboying Girl. I. Uh, it, it took me the forever, the longest time to remember her name throughout the whole episode. Uh, Cynthia. Cynthia. Because in my notes, I kept writing Crowboying Girl, and I'm like, doesn't she have a name yet? And then finally, I heard it again. I was like, thank you. So yeah. Crowboying um, Girl. Crowboying Girl, which we haven't really been introduced to any Crowboying Girls. I'm sure they exist. Well, yeah. It's been a boys club. I think there's other girls in their Crowboying class. Right. Um, um, but- I think I think it's it's a good time, though, to introduce like a another female character that's more full-time, I guess. Yeah, and I think, I honestly, Malcolm was getting kind of boring. You think so? I think he needs a little bit. Yeah, the last episode was when he was taking care of that older lady, and it was yep. not a good episode. Yeah, that one wasn't one of our favorites. So I um, think introducing a new character that's going to be mainly for Malcolm is a good thing. Okay. Fair enough. Um, let's see here. This episode originally aired January 14th, 2001, uh, directed by Arlene Sanford and written by Bob Stevens. And um, I guess a little fun fact to get this out of the way now, uh, the actress who plays Cynthia goes on to become a Victoria's Secret model. I, I did see that. She's very pretty. Yeah. She is, yeah. Very pretty girl. Um um, so. I didn't see any, I didn't look up any pictures of what she looks like now or older, but it, you have to be, I didn't either, believe it or not. <laughs> you have to be pretty hot to be a Victoria's Secret model. So, right. Listen well, to all airbrushing now. It's all just sure. Probably it's Photoshop. Probably. I guess so that's probably pre airbrushing days. So. Maybe anyway. Yeah. So let's get into it. Uh, cold open. I think I need a, a blanket. Are you feeling chilly? Yeah. It's a little cold. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, it's hey, winter's coming. Well, actually, winter already well, passed. <laughs> uh, shit, I gotta stop doing that. We really need to make uh, like, um, what are they called when you do like a warning before each episode? Yeah. Um, we may talk about times, times that um, have passed. Please ignore. <laughs> yeah, that's why I wanted to catch up on editing and making sure we weren't doing too much of that. Well, <laughs> uh, anyway. Uh, I thought it was weird. Like Malcolm makes a single slice of toast. Like who does that? Well, he and he's covering it with different things Marmalade. that don't taste good. On well, orange jelly. Put together. And then he adds That's like good. relish and pickles. Yeah. Um, fridge gunk. It's just like a gunk on the fridge. He does something with his shoe. Like, like yeah, the dirt on his crud. shoe. That's disgusting. And he sits down with it, and <laughs> you realize the reason he was making this disgusting piece of toast is because he knew reese was gonna steal it yeah uh like clockwork and i forget what malcolm says but he's just like he says something about he like says, this is too it, easy or he something. says it never gets old never gets old yeah <laughs> so clearly this is something uh, that reese does a lot he steals his food that he, yeah so that's, uh, that's pretty that he funny. probably spends pretty time one. cooking right 
not not the funniest one, no, but pretty clever. But pretty on brand for them. Yeah. Um, so let's get into it. Um, we start off. Malcolm walks into his room. Lois is folding some underwear and uh, questioning him about his underwear usage. Oh yeah, why are you not wearing not... your underwear? <laughs> she makes a good point. Like, what's the point if your underwear if it just sits in a drawer? Right, but that's because um, he is tired of wearing briefs. He wants to wear boxers. And that's that's totally a thing too. Like when you reach that age, for some reason, you want to wear boxers. I don't know why. I had the same Can't thing. Can't relate, but sure. For some reason, it, it makes no sense though, because it's like no one can see them anyway. Well, it's you. Uh, we know Malcolm's not getting laid. <laughs> Under well, <laughs> not, not with this you're attitude. like undergarments. You want to be comfortable, right? Like you want to right. be comfortable. Nobody. I just don't think he, he's not speaking from a place of being comfortable. Well, though, he, I feel like, he wants to be man. cool. Like like tidy whiteies, like wearing tidy whiteies has such a stigma. Like when you're like that yeah, age, I don't know why. I guess. <laughs> girls don't really go through but the same thing tidy ladies i mean they're not cute i guess you could probably tell a lot about a person about their underwear I, I guess so they're not cute but if you're yeah. comfortable in them whatever whatever floats your boat i guess yeah so, but lois uh, says no she says yeah. you're not ready for boxers so too bad wear your underwear <laughs> fair enough uh then we cut to Hal, who's ironing Dewey is coloring, and Lois asked how if uh, Dewey's getting too old for stuffed right. animals. And they talk about just like, you know, weaning him off, and then Lois just goes ahead and takes <laughs> it away. Um, You're done with it. What do you think about that as a parent? Is uh, What age is too old to play with stuffed animals? Um, I guess it's how you play with it too, though, I would think. I, I mean... Like, if you're like talking to it and imagining it's like, it has like sentience and stuff <laughs> like that, I... Maybe that gets a little concerning as you get he older. Was he, like he's he's twelve and he still talks to this was bear. Was he playing with it or was he just like coloring, like holding it? Exactly, like he because was just Gavin, holding it, uh, eating it. Really, nine times out of ten, Gavin just has the stuffed animal sitting with him. He's yeah. not. Sometimes he plays with them and like has them do stuff, but like nine times out of ten, he's just like it's just hanging out with us on the couch or laying in his bed with him. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I would take away his stuffies as much as i hate them because he has 800 of them but <laughs> like i don't germ well you can tell him they have germs oh he would say that's not true <laughs> he's not as gullible as Dewey. Kid. <laughs> but that's what that's what um lois tells him that he's too old for stuffies and she takes it yeah domingo, domingo. yeah what i forget what kind of stuffy he was just, a, bear. a bear that's sad yeah he looked pretty like i had my yeah. i thought i had certain stuffed animals or like dolls for a long time yeah jeffrey yeah, and i had the drowsy doll <laughs> drowsy doll that sounds like sinister <laughs> i still have it somewhere. <laughs> the doll's drowsy <laughs> it might be worth money um but yeah so lois just takes it and she's like enough yeah. is enough you know i think there's something to that approach as well um, but anyway yeah exactly i think lois is the master yeah. of tough love uh, this is a great episode. Oh for God, Lois, it was so I good. Mean, but you probably had you had you had no shortage of. of deep I got a really good one. one, but it's, it's at the end. Yeah, there were some good ones. Yeah, there were there were some moments where I was like, <laughs> "That's gonna be it. That's gonna be it." Uh, and it happened. It happened a few times. So, but let's continue. Um, and then we're back in school, and this is when we learn yes. about the new girl, the new girl in the Krellboyne class, um, and the boy Krellboyne's want a hazer. 
Yeah, just like Malcolm's he did Malcolm. Like, what do you mean? You he... guys get beat up all the time and you hazed me? Like, what's wrong with yeah. you? And Lloyd's like, you, don't, you, don't, you didn't notice the warped lunch tray? We doled the points on your pencils? When you sneezed and no one said bless you? Like, all these really silly stuff. So that's the Crowboy's idea of hazing. Yeah, Stevie's like yeah. fresh. <laughs> <laughs> like, very, very predatory. But Malcolm decides to be um, nice and say hi to her and we her name's cynthia he yeah. does the mature and thing we learn yeah. that she is nice an interesting person she's <laughs> weird. Um, weird she has a weird real quick, sense of humor she does yeah what were you gonna say um it's like well she says she moved from manhattan okay. so i think and that's a location oh. hit because she says it so casually you know as if it's like right. nearby so I, i'm really thinking they live in upstate Maybe. new york or, you know, it's not maybe not upstate, but not in the city at least. Um, yeah, she says like her parents split and have she lies about her brother having like a boating accident. She doesn't even have a brother. Yeah, like. She's a and so like, Malcolm's lad. like, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Malcolm walks back and then she's just like staring <laughs> at him. <laughs> like he turns around and she's still doing it. Like it's hard to tell like if she's joking or if she's actually like crazy. Yeah. She's a smart girl. You know, I think she's just a little like the crowboys are like eccentric. Like they're just, they're good kids, but they're just like, yeah. So she definitely <laughs> fits into that category. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. And uh, we go back to military school and we find out someone stole Spangler's yeah. car. Uh, a 30, a 37 Stutz bear. I have no idea what that is. <laughs> Never heard of that in my life. I'm not a car guy though. So, and um, yeah, they took this car and went for a joyride in the right. cornfield, which I think is another location hint, at least for Francis, right? Because there are Francis cornfields everywhere. Yeah. All oh, right, we already knew that. So I, don't mind. <laughs> I got excited about that one though. We know he's in Alabama. Yep, I'm assuming cornfields. there are cornfields. Yes. I've never okay. been. Yeah, that's true. We, ne- we never know. But um, he talks about like his past methods of like finding the culprit. And he has his old his he stick. He calls old hickory. Take it out of retirement. Yeah, because he says there's like a, a loophole in like corporal punishment <laughs> or something. Which so Francis. Uh, I think he has like the best lines of the whole show so too. Good. His character is so funny. But Francis decides to call He's Hal like, and says that he he yep. an alibi. And a Hal, no. Hal doesn't want to do it. Poor Hal. I like it when he's like, he's like, this is my chit, you know? He's like, what's a chit? He's like, you know, my one-time right. thing, Francis no questions so asked. And Hal's like, <laughs> that doesn't exist, Francis. Especially for him. And like, but that's supposed to be for things like if you go to a party and like kids are, I've like read mean? that that could be a thing where if your kid goes to a party and they're drinking and they need a ride, you can call your parent and it's just like the one thing they can't ask you any questions. It's just the one favor they can do for you. To make sure you're okay or something. It was like, I, it was like weird to me that Francis was asking how to lie. I, yeah, like, that's a good Francis point. Francis is clearly there for a reason. Yeah, um, I, well, he couldn't do this. He couldn't oh, ask no, Lois. That's and for then Hal answer. is forced to lie to Lois. So, <laughs> yeah, Hal gets in deep. Uh, uh, Lois walks in and she's like, <laughs> "Who's that on the phone?" <laughs> oh, he tell he tells her. Yeah, he's like, uh, history, uh, Francis got a B on his history test. And uh, I thought Lois was going to like unravel yeah. the whole thing right there because it's just like, huh? Yeah. Like, that's on you. Why would you say that kind of thing? And uh, But she's optimistic. She's like, wow, like military yeah. school is really working out for the kid. 
Like he's really turned yeah. it, turned a, turned a corner here. Uh, but Hal knows otherwise. Um, there's a quick scene with the the Krellboyne trailer where Cynthia's just waiting for Malcolm, and then she starts and talking she about aliens. I remember, yeah. Outside she the trailer, just starts blabbing about aliens, and then she follows him home. Yeah, and he like starts running, and she starts running, and he gets home, tells Lois, and she's like, "Oh, invite her over for know? dinner." And she <laughs> her over for dinner. Yeah. She has a pretty I, funny I quote did. at dinner, too, where she was like, you know, if my son were in such an <laughs> well, unforgivably rude little pig. He would, I he also would wrote down that she says, be nice to her. She obviously has no friends. <laughs> <laughs> she does say that, so, yeah. But she invites her for dinner. <laughs> um, and then Reese keeps calling her Malcolm's girlfriend. Yeah. He keeps doing it. And Dewey's <laughs> like, we get it. You know, it's bad when even Dewey's like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, Can you ask your girlfriend to pass the potatoes? And the uh... I was, I thought Reese is isn't Reese too old to be teasing about something like that? Well, like Reese he must has be already into been girls into girls. Age, right? Remember the cheerleading girls? So like, what's the difference? Yeah, so they're not that far apart in age. Yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't know. I thought that was a weird thing yeah. for him to be teasing them about. But uh, before anything can happen with that, Spangler calls and Hal lies before he even uh, realizes. Yeah, Francis it. is the prime suspect, um, and Hal. The prime lies suspect, to Spangler yeah. and tells him that they were they were fishing, and he gets smallmouth bass. Small, and small he gets bass. so into this lie that he even offers to send Spangler some fish that they caught. <laughs> yeah, he's got a freezer full of them, and um, yeah, I mean, like Spangler believes him, of course. You know, would you ever do that for your kid? Would he, would you would you lie to get your kid no, out of trouble? I don't think so. I I would stick up for my kid. I've, if I had yeah, to, you know, tell a teacher that I truly believe that he did not do this, I would stick up for my kid. But I don't think I would lie for him. But Gavin's mm. only five. We've only dealt with like yeah. daycare and kindergarten, so it's not like. Yeah. I don't really think he's going to steal his teacher's car. It's an interesting thing to happen too, because it's like you do find out like the parent lied, like. But we'll <laughs> see what happens with that. But anyway, um, so let's see. We're back home. Lois walks in the boys' oh, yeah. room looking Dewey's for Domingo, back. and um, she's trying to say, she's like, you know, you think I took him away just because I'm mean? <laughs> Dewey's like, absolutely. <laughs> and she uh, talks about she the germs, and um, yeah. she kind of offers him an ultimatum, like his yeah, eyes like, or Domingo. I, I, all you got to do is throw the rot. stuffy in the washing machine. So, like, if it's I so disgusting that, yeah, and right? gross, it's why haven't you been washing it? But whatever, she tells him that hmm. if she touches Domingo and he, or if he touches Domingo and he rubs his eyes, his eyes are gonna fall out, and he has to choose between Domingo <laughs> or his eyes. And of course, it's Dewey, so he chooses his eyes. Smart kid. Um, let's see. Then we go back. We're at lunch. Uh, Malcolm's sitting alone. Cynthia wants to come sit with him, but he doesn't want her to come up to her. Uh, we find out that she <laughs> signs them up as lab partners. Um. Up comes Reese, you know, Reese being Reese, and Cynthia uses Krav Maga. Yeah. Right? It's she like, talks I about martial arts, I think, earlier in the episode. Martial arts? So, yeah. So she uses that. She, like, does some, like, Bruce Lee shit. Slams and, like, him on the table. Taps, like, his, like, his jugular. Yeah. Um, He's like, oh. And that's when, like, Malcolm starts like falling in love. <laughs> oh. Right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Hal is in too deep. He got the bass to prove yep, to Spangler that you know, he went now. fishing. 
<laughs> uh, Dewey's now terrified of germs. He's cleaning the house. Uh, it's funny because <laughs> Lois is like, you know, don't forget the germs in the oven. <laughs> Smart move. So she's like taking advantage of it. It's really funny. Yeah. Uh, Francis calls. Hal right. answers and, and he's like, you're Hal, the best like dad ever. Consumed with regret. <laughs> he's so guilty. <sighs> so, consumed, yeah. Yeah. And uh, he calls Spangler and confesses. Francis is actually responsible for your and car. Spangler. But Spangler. Hi. Yeah. He's already punishing a cadet right and he's so stubborn like he he, he won't even like he won't stop it and get and punish francis well, like i'll just it... say nope i'm punishing the right cadet he says something like in 30 <laughs> years like, i've caned. never came to the wrong cadet and how's like caned? i think it's i think he did it for a reason though i think he knew because then at the well we'll talk about it at the, yeah i think he Who's knew Spangler? it was francis so, but he purposely like chose a different Go cadet on. to blame it on and punish that cadet. And, but he knows Francis is going to get punished anyway because technically he does at the end of the episode. I think he, this is part of his plan. You think he knows that? You know I what can I mean? Believe like, it. I yeah. will talk I about it at the end, that, but... but like, I think he this is his plan. He would just purposely okay. punish another cadet because he knows that Francis did it and he knows Francis will get his karma. Without him having to do anything. And then he can okay. still use old hickory. <laughs> I, I don't think that would have aged well today. <laughs> old hickory? Um, yeah. It's just like a, a freaking twig. Uh, so let's see. Oh, uh, Malcolm yep. and Cynthia are having a lunch date. And uh, it's pretty yeah, funny well, when she's she mimicking Lori and Malcolm Dabney. she can read lips. Uh, you know, so they're sitting far away from the two yeah. other curl boys. So she starts making fun of them and coming up with things that they're saying. Yeah. And they're like so funny and on point too. Like uh, Lloyd's like, you know, my Doritos <laughs> are shaped like isosceles triangles and things like that. Like just so like that's such a Lloyd line, like that kind of thing. Um, and then they kind of get close and they go in for a kiss and she just snorts. Yeah. You think that was out of ner- out of like nerves or like you Probably think? Like I, don't, I almost feel like both. she did it on purpose. <laughs> yeah, um, she goes to show him some martial arts. Um, you know, a bunch of like holds and stuff like that. Uh, Malcolm mentions her perfume to help uh, prevent but we dandruff. It's her shampoo, <laughs> dandruff, but she doesn't think it's working. So yeah, like just kind of adding to like how weird she is. But he definitely likes her. Um, we're in. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, let's see. We we're in chemistry class. Malcolm is uh, Malcolm gets is a little touchy. Uh, he yells at Cynthia for like for like just right. saying just yeah, kidding like after her jokes. Mature, like something really I, stupid. I expect I expect nothing else from Malcolm. You're being super, yeah. And she says right. she's just like you know just because you're cute doesn't mean you can be rude. So yeah, you know, I, you know I'm team Cynthia right now. Let's just say that. Yeah, Malcolm does not deserve Cynthia or any of his previous. Uh, gosh, yeah. Cynthia needs Poor to have Julie. a talk with Never Julie. Never see her again. <laughs> Poor Julie. Julie, yeah, Julie is is uh, <laughs> she's in the padded room. Yeah, <laughs> probably she's. Yeah, she moved. Her family was just like, "We're gonna get out of here." <laughs> but Malcolm decides to call Francis for advice, and Francis's advice is, "Keep mom out of your yeah. love life." 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says it so urgently too. He's like, huh? What? Like, keep her out of it. She's going to ruin it. And uh, that's a pretty short conversation. Um, we cut to Hal and Lewis, uh, Lewis, Lois talking <laughs> and Dewey's, uh, Dewey's, Dewey is still, <laughs> can't talk today. Yeah, Dewey is, like, is still germ crazy. Um, yeah, right. Like there's. It's getting concerning. A, like there's a fine line between being a germaphobe and being like insane about it. He's definitely Cleansley. like so far uh, yeah. off the uh, yeah. cliff with it. And Hal's like, how long are you going to let this go on? <laughs> and she's like, as soon as he finishes the windows. Um, but prior to that, they're, they're talking about something and you're not really sure what at first. Um, they're talking about like, you know, she's like, you know, you sure you want to do this, Hal? And he's like, yeah, I'm sure. And I guess, I guess she's referring to later oh, in the episode yeah. when he drove to go see him. Right. But at the time I was like, what are they talking about? Like, um, but we go back to school and Reese walks out to Cynthia yeah. asking for a rematch and gets hit in the throat. Uh, yeah, Reese gets pounded on in this episode. She sees Malcolm. Um, right. And Malcolm doesn't want to be a lot partners any idea anymore. Yeah. He doesn't even own it, too. He's so like the nice teacher. It's a teacher's idea. to go um, looking for a dog with her. her. Her family wants to adopt a dog. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does. Yeah. And she asks Malcolm to come help. Choose what type of dog. And he gets so, he's so rude. Right. <laughs> Yeah. How rude. That's what love does to a young man. Excuse me. Yeah, but she's pretty upset though. Yeah, this is the first time you see Cynthia kind of get like upset with him rather than just sort of like brush him off, you know, like, okay, Malcolm. So, and that's when we go back to school and we learn that Hal drove eight hours Um, just to talk to Francis. He feels unbelievably guilty. Um, Yeah, and he, you know, he says, you know, your mom thinks yeah. it's ready. It's time for you to come home. And I told her no. And um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, the whole time this is going well, on, there's like a cadet I mean. sitting in like a they chair. Hear, like, the whole thing. Francis, they hear Hal say like, oh, you were, it's your fault. You're the one that took Spangler's car. I, you know, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I can't lie. Yeah. And the cadets hear this. On purpose, they hear this, and I think Spangler knew that they would find out. So the cadets go and beat the <laughs> shit out of Francis because <laughs> because then Hal's like, "Oh, it looks like your guys are about to to do a fun student activity. Have fun!" Not realizing that that the cadets are about to beat the crap out of Francis. <laughs> yeah, I thought like, that was Holy funny. shit! This guy got us all in trouble. It was his fault, and now we've all been caned by Old Hickory. Yeah. Again, so I think Spangler knew. He knew. <laughs> like that's probably why he called Hal. That's why he called Hal. I'd, yeah, I would believe that though. Yeah. True. It's believable. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I would believe it though. Like about Spangler and his character. Like, so let's see. Okay, so Dewey's still germ crazy. Lois is trying well, to like talk him out of it. Because he sees a bug and he screams, and she eats a so bug. So she's trying to prove to him that bugs are not. It's not yeah. dirty. Some germs are okay. So she starts to eat the bug. And she can't bring herself to swallow it. It was big, too. Because she knows it's disgusting. But she can't <laughs> so back gross. down in front of a six-year-old. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, so at this point, Cynthia's... Cynthia, excuse me. Cynthia has moved on. Oh, yeah. Right? At this point, 
So you kind of accepted like the on, fact like, that Malcolm's not going to be your friend or. Exactly. And Malcolm yeah. starts getting jealous. He sees her talking to like another guy. And right. That kind of whole thing. Like, and oh, you he just feels don't know bad, what we got So he decides got. to get her attention. And um, by throwing a brick through her window. Oh, yeah. At 2 a.m. And of course, a brick. At 2 a.m. A brick. When a brick comes through your window, it's usually for some like, like yeah. something really hateful. A- you know? Like if you moved into a new neighborhood and right. got a brick in your window, like I'd be like, That's shit, like somebody doesn't want us here. That is, that we is terrifying. We were watching yeah. um, Home Alone last like, night. Like that's like assault. Like, and there's this scene when um, when Kevin throws the bricks <laughs> at them and he's up on the roof and he's throwing the bricks. The bricks at, sorry, spoilers. We people haven't seen Home Alone too. Um, he's throwing the bricks <laughs> to, <laughs> down to the, um, to the wet bandit and he just repeatedly like hits him in Daniel the face Stern. with it. And I'm like, how is right? And I'm like, how is he not dead? From like twelve stories up. <laughs> so like throwing a brick in through a window. Right. Like yeah. Intense. Right. Oh my god. That's like riot shit. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. That so is... I just wanted. I just wanted to make that comment about Home Alone too. <laughs> yeah, like what a brick. Because I had a very good movie. I had to experience yeah, watching someone get hit in the face with a brick. Oh, that's, that's so weird because I have a Home Alone right. reference wow. for the next episode. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Strange, yeah. Right, just wow. a tiny thing. But anyway, it's just the season, right? Oh, shit. I did it again. Yeah, it's Home Alone. You can <laughs> anyway. watch Home Alone whenever you want. Anyway. Um, uh, that's anyway. probably that one-star review. Right. Yeah. Um, so he obviously, throws the brick through a window. Obvious. The dad finds anyway. out about it, obviously, um, because it probably woke up the whole house. And he is pissed. Oh, yeah. Which, of course, he should be pissed. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, Lois is like he this has is a like, crush. This is like Lois's it's finest puberty. hour right here. Right. Yeah. Um, they're idiots at this age. And then I have a really great quote, a deep quote from Lois. Can I read it to you? She says, um, okay. so she's talking about how Malcolm has yes. a crush on her. And then she starts talking about Cynthia. And she says, this one is an early bloomer. She's going to pop out of every bra you buy her for the next three <laughs> years. You're going to be self-conscious. But exactly. You're going to be self-conscious, but don't let it make you slouch. You're going to be happy about it when you get to college. So Lois is like, listen, pretty soon you're going to be hot. Yeah. And you're going to like it. So, right. And then Cynthia finally finally admits they like each other. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she confesses. uh, She likes Malcolm But but then Lois also says something really funny to the dad. She's like, come on, I got a great window guy. We keep him in business. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get you but a Malcolm rate. and Cynthia conve- confess that they like each <laughs> other. Window guy. Uh, they almost kiss, but then she starts talking about her bra. Almost. Yeah. That's what a bra, her just, breasts, like his brother, his mom, head. like. <laughs> yeah, and then Cynthia just like Krav Magovs him. Yeah, walks out. So that's, I that's like how the episode Cynthia. ends. Like she literally like knocks him out. I think we do <laughs> right. Over. Yeah. Yeah, uh, a really strong introduction. Yeah. Oh yeah, I believe she's around for quite a while. Um, yeah, strong introduction for her. Um, yeah, I thought they like put her in like yeah. so smoothly. Like you believe she was there the whole time, kind of. Good episode. So yeah, well done, well done, writers. 
Um, no. You guys did it. No. Uh, best yet? It's like hard to tell now. We've done a lot yeah. of episodes. It's a pretty good one, though. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is yeah. episode 28 overall. So it's hard to uh, remember. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was a solid episode. We're moving, moving right along here. You know, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it's just one of those things where you're like, yeah, it's, we'll just it's like more of the same, so. but it's but it's good. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think this show is really good and really a really strong show, even when the episodes aren't the greatest. So, oh wow, I just looked up the actress. It's pretty hard to like Cynthia. find fault. Very pretty. Uh, Tanya Ray- Raymond. What's her name? She was born in '88. <laughs> oh, she was in Lost. Oh, it's already in my search history. No, I'm just kidding. I've never watched it. Oh wow, yeah. I never. I've only seen a little bit of Lost. She was in one episode uh, of Big Bang Theory. Yeah, she looks the same, right? Pretty much. I love to look up what people are in on IMDb. Mm. Oh yeah, totally. Um. Um. Well. You all can right. find I us that's on all we got, though, for this Instagram one. at Podcast in the Middle. Give us a follow, or you can follow us on um, on Twitter at Pod in the Middle. Not very active on Twitter, but we also have an email address: Podcast in the Middle at gmail um, You know, feel free to write in if you want. You know, as always, we appreciate anybody Positively. who uh, rates, reviews, subscribes. Positively. Um, so, but um, I've been doing a lot of thinking about this show too, and I know I'm gonna. I definitely want to try putting in a little more. Uh, I guess like bells and whistles, because a lot like a lot yeah. of the podcasts I listen to and get inspiration from are very like stripped down. But I think given like our format and given the what we're talking about, I think we could, we should, we should be probably you have like bells and whistles. You're the engineer. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's about it. I mean. You know, we really appreciate you guys listening. I I look at the uh, the analytics, and I you know yeah. there Make are yourself known. Say there hello. are you're out there, so it's pretty freaking cool. Um, yeah. Wow. Our UK listener base is growing. Um, so I, I noticed that today. I'm like, wow, like 16 percent of our audience is in the UK, so that's really cool. All over the world, really. But um, yeah. And uh, we'll yeah. see you in so, two weeks again. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate it. The uh, yeah. Malcolm's family is going to be getting some new neighbors. Chew. Uh, uh, we got some, got some new neighbors thing. moving in. Sure was. Hey, yeah. You were the new neighbors at one point when you moved into your house, right? Sure was. All right. Well, tune in All two weeks from now and uh, we'll talk about one. our new neighbors. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> Toodaloo. Later. Angela and Anthony. Maybe Linwood Boomer too. We love Brian Cranston. As I'm sure you do too. Angela and Anthony. Sorry for the shitty twiddle. We love Brian Cranston. Podcast in the middle.